any claim of ijma, consensus, after the companions of the Holy Prophet is false and an atrocious lie. Only the wrongdoers can persist in it. And what consensus? Have you forgotten what the Mutazila said? Do you think they were not Muslims and only you are Muslims? Thus, it is proven that your viewpoint is not unanimous. Rather, there are disagreements among you. Therefore, Allah himself will now decide about your mutual disagreements. I am supported by the testimony and signs from my Lord, to which you are witnesses. Do you persist in denial? There is no blame on those who passed away before me, and they are not answerable for what they did. However, those whom my claim has reached, who have seen my signs, who recognize me, and to whom I introduced myself, and against whom my argument has been fully established, but they nevertheless rejected the signs of Allah and oppressed me. They are a people who have become deserving of Allah's punishment, as they do not fear Allah and mock at Allah's signs and his prophets. I did not come to them without manifest signs. <clears throat> my Lord showed them sign after sign and miracle after miracle. The argument has been established and all disputes and disagreements have been settled, yet they persist in denial. Do they fight Allah because he made the promised Messiah and the prophesied Mahdi? To him alone belongs the command and the decision. He cannot be questioned for what he does, but they will be held accountable for what they do. Some of them withdrew from this dispute out of shame and fear and returned to me repentant, but most of them remain astray. Do they insist that Isa is alive and conceal the consensus agreed upon by all the companions and go against the people who were blessed with the company of the Holy Prophet, may peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, whereas every one of them benefited from and was taught by the Holy Prophet? They formed a consensus on the death of Isa, and this was the first consensus reached by them after the demise of the Messenger of Allah. The learned scholars are well aware of this. Have you forgotten the word of Allah? Verily, all messengers have passed away before him. Surah Al-Imran, chapter 3, verse 145 of the Holy Quran. Or do you opt knowingly for disbelief? Every single one of the companions died while they adhered to this consensus. Every single one of the companions died while they adhered to this consensus. Later, you became sects, and the winds of dissension started blowing among you. You have been deprived of any authoritative argument for his, Isa's, life. You follow nothing but conjectures. Allah quotes Isa as saying, Since you did cause me to die, Surah Al-Ma'idah, chapter 5, verse 118 of the Holy Quran, yet you do not reflect upon these words of Allah, nor do you pay heed to them. Do you know better or Allah? Surah Al-Baqarah, chapter 2, verse 141 of the Holy Quran. Or do you say that which you do not know? Know also that the term that is coined to convey a particular meaning deserves to be applied to everyone equally in its assigned sense without any distinction or exception. But you particularize Isa for the meaning that you have devised from the word Tawafi to ascend bodily and say that no one else in all the world shares that meaning, as if this particular meaning came into existence 
only when Isa was born, and it had no existence before him, nor will it exist again after him, until the end of times. O brave and young person, assume that Isa was not born and was not granted a physical body by God Almighty. In that case, the word Tawafi would have been left like a woman deprived of her ornaments. So ponder without showing me your canine teeth. Fear Allah, the oft returning with compassion. Do you think that this meaning for the word Tawafi is a carpet that only Ibn Maryam, the son of Mary, walked upon? Or a tablecloth that no one has betaken except this honorable king, Isa? Moreover, even if we accept that in the phrase, since you did cause me to die, Surah Al-Ma'idah, chapter 5, verse 118 of the Holy Quran, the word Tawafi signifies physical ascension to the heavens. Despite the supposition of this meaning, the verse would reject the idea of Isa ever returning to the earth, and the purpose of my enemies cannot be achieved, rather the matter of not descending remains intact. This is not hidden from the wise, because Isa will utter these words on the day of judgment. In other words, he will say, Since you did cause me to die, on the day when all creation will be resurrected and presented before their Lord. O wise ones, this is what you read in the Holy Quran. Isa's reply to put it in a nutshell is that he would state to God that, I left my people established upon the oneness of God and belief in Allah, the one jealous of his honor. Since then, I never saw them again up to the last day, nor did I ever visit the earth again until the day of resurrection. Therefore, I do not know what they did after me with regard to polytheism and evil deeds, and I am not to be blamed. If his return to the earth before the day of judgment were a reality, then it would imply that he would resort to a despicable lie when questioned by the Lord of Honor about his people. This is evidently false. Hence, the belief in his descent is also false without any doubt and ambiguity. Therefore, O brave young people, wake up! How far have you drifted from the teachings of the Holy Quran? Actually, Isa died just as his fellow prophets and joined them in heaven, as you read in the Ahadith of the best of the prophets, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Have you ever read in the Hadith of the leader of the world, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, that Isa is resting in a chamber separate from other dead people? Indeed not. The fact is that he is dead and will never return to the earth up to the day of resurrection. Anyone who deliberately states something contrary to this is from among those who deny the Holy Quran. As for those who have passed away before me, they are not answerable to God for the error they made. The Holy Quran testifies that on the day of judgment, Jesus will deny any knowledge of the apostasy of his people and of their abandoning the Lord of the entire creation and making him into God. He will thus absolve himself of any knowledge of the disorder in Christianity and their falling into error. If he were destined to descend before the day of judgment, then he would have said so truthfully before God Almighty, as was befitting his lofty station. This is what the righteous do. Indeed, truth is from among the cloaks of the prophets and imams. How then can it be imagined that he would resort to falsehood and be guilty of hiding the testimony by saying, O oh my Lord, 
I never returned to the earth, neither do I have any knowledge of what happened to my people, nor do I know how they acted after I had left them. This would be a despicable lie that makes the body tremble and shake violently. Footnote start. Imam Bukhari relates from Mughira bin Numan that the Holy Prophet, may peace and blessings of Allah be upon him, said, On the day of judgment, some people from among my ummah will be brought before me and dragged to be with those on the left. At this I will say, O my Lord, they are my companions. I will be told that I do not know what they did after I left them. To this I will respond in the same words as did a righteous servant of God, i.e. Esau. And I was a witness over them as long as I remained among them. But since you did cause me to die, you have been the watcher over them. Surah Al-Ma'idah, chapter 5, verse 118 of the Holy Quran. Imam Bukhari also quotes a hadith by Ibn Abbas regarding the meaning of the word tawafi. Ibn Abbas said, Mutawafika means mumituka. Footnote end. If we assume that such would indeed be the answer of Jesus, and he would, when inquired by Allah the Glorious, hide intentionally the fact of his return to the earth, and despite being aware of his followers' apostasy and falling away from the right path, will try to conceal it, then no doubt God would say to him, O Isa, what is wrong with you that you do not fear my honor and glory and lie to my face in answer to my questions? Did you not return to the earth upon your descent and become aware that your followers indulged in shirk, associating partners with Allah? Did you not see those who made you into God and then spread to every part of the world, and like a galloping horse, they came down from every high place? You actually fought against them and broke their cross with your power and effort, but you now deny that you returned to the earth? Indeed, I am amazed at your falsehood and imposture. In short, your belief in Isa's bodily ascension is false and so harmful to Islam as if it were a murderer. We say that the word Rafa is found in the Holy Quran. True, it is there, but its meaning can be seen from the words Mutawafika, I will cause you to die. Rather, the entirety of the wording of the verse testifies to spiritual ascension. Do you believe in part of the book and disbelieve in part? Is this your Islam, or is it disbelief and deviation? Or do you wish to interpolate the Book of God, just as the Jews did? Do you not see that the word Mutawafika occurs before the word Rafa, and is present in the Holy Quran? What is the reason that you discard the sequence and opt for what is harmful to you, and avoid what is beneficial to you? Indeed, you cross the prescribed limits. Has not Allah prohibited you from misinterpreting the meanings of the Holy Quran and following the ways of Satan? By Allah, again by Allah. Nothing but prejudice and enmity has taken you away from truth. You consider the greatest mischief as the very means of removing mischief itself, yet you accuse me, saying, You declare the adherents of the Qibla, i.e. the Muslims, to be disbelievers, and you oppose the word of Kharul Bariya, i.e. the best of creation, the Holy Prophet Subhanallah, how quickly you have forgotten your edicts against me, for I have neither been impetuous in issuing edicts of disbelief, nor have I been the first to demean others. Have you not publicized the accusation of my disbelief in every street and alley all over this country?
Have you forgotten the papers documenting your edicts and the shameless comments you made and continue to make about me? Indeed, you spared no effort to refute my beliefs and frustrate my plans. For twenty years, or even more than that, you hashed all kinds of plots against me and created every kind of disorder and vituperated against me in the manner of your choosing. Then you advertised those abusive remarks among friend and foe alike, as if you are immune from chastisement and accountability. God Almighty, however, perfected the light you wanted to extinguish and filled the ocean you wished to run dry. You prayed against me for a famine-stricken land, but God, on the other hand, granted me refuge in an elevated land and a lush green valley and garden. Footnote start. God Almighty said in the Holy Quran, And we rescued them and helped them reach an elevated land, a restful place with springs of running water. Surah Al-Mu'mineen, chapter 23, verse 51 of the Holy Quran. When God raised me in the image of Esau, he caused the British government to be an elevated land for me, i.e. an abode of peace and comfort. Hence, all praise is due to Allah, the refuge of the oppressed. He alone is the source of all wisdom and foresight. No one can cause harm to a person whom he wants to protect. Surely he is the best of all protectors. Footnote end. He showered upon me bounties and favors and vouchsafed to me blessings which neither you nor your forefathers ever witnessed. Is this the reward of imposture? Have you ever heard of such rewards being showered on a liar in any of the past ages? May God have mercy on you all. Know that the issue of the truth of my claim and the death of Esau was not hard to understand, but your own self incited you to reject your imam. So your hearts were perverted, and you did not duly reflect upon the matter. I brought to you manifest signs, testimonies, and clear-cut arguments. In addition, God Almighty revealed to me what he had kept hidden from you about Ibn Maryam. It is his grace that he made me understand what he never disclosed to you, nor made you understand. Do you think that the people of the cave and the inscription were a wonder among our signs? Footnote start. This is the revelation that God Almighty vouchsafed to me in Quranic words. Thus did he keep me hidden as he kept hidden the people of the cave. Indeed, his practice is such that he keeps some of his secrets hidden from the eyes of people, so that they might come to know that their knowledge is limited, and so that he might put his servants to test and distinguish between the believers and the guilty ones. Footnote end. For a long time he kept me hidden from your eyes and placed a covering over them. Consequently, you kept waiting for the Messiah to come down from the heavens. Thus did God Almighty keep your minds and thoughts from understanding this illuminating truth, so that he may make you realize that you cannot grasp the mysteries and secrets of the God of Majesty. It is from the ways of Allah to teach you the etiquettes of expressing your opinion. Hence, the matter remained dubious to you, so that he may put you to the test. Then after that, he caused it to be manifested after keeping it hidden. What can be greater than this? Allah gives the news of the death of Isa in the Holy Quran. He mentions that on the Day of Judgment, Isa will plead that he died before the apostasy of his people, and has no knowledge about it, as has been mentioned earlier, 
and the Holy Prophet says that he saw Isa among the dead with Elias, Elijah, during the night of Miraj, yet you raise him with his physical body to the heavens. Footnote start. The spiritual ascension of the Holy Prophet to heaven, which is recorded in both the Holy Quran and the Hadith, wherein he met the previous prophets. Footnote end. What is the matter with you that you do not understand? What I have said in this regard is decisive. You cannot flee from it. You insist on him being alive, yet you fail to present an argument for it. And who can be more truthful than Allah in word? Surah Nisa, chapter 4, verse 123 of the Holy Quran. The only answer you have to this is that your forefathers adhered to the same belief, even though they might have fallen away from the right path. What is the value of the thoughts of those who were born after the companions? Indeed, three centuries later, they had no right to interpret the news of the unseen, conveyed by Allah before those events had actually taken place. Due respect called for leaving the issue of the origins of this spring to Allah. Indeed, such has been the practice of the elders of the Ummah, that while interpreting the tidings of the unseen, they never insisted on any single meaning. They believed in the prophecies in their entirety and left the details to the all-knowing God. This is the safest way according to those who possess righteousness and wisdom. However, afterwards, there came a people who transgressed the limits of their knowledge and forgot what has been said. Follow not that of which thou hast no knowledge. Surah Bani Israel, chapter 17, verse 37 of the Holy Quran. Like fleas, they jumped around from one place to the other and insisted upon things they had not fully comprehended. What pity upon them and their audacity. They have caused such damage to the religion that it can be called the sister of the damage caused to it by Christianity. Indeed, they are like the years of famine for the religion. They raise Esau with his physical body to the heavens and do not reflect upon the words of God Almighty. Footnote start. Here I mean to refer to the verse, say, Holy is my Lord, I am not but a man sent as a messenger. Surah Bani Israel, chapter 17, verse 94 of the Holy Quran. Doubtless, this verse categorically rejects the idea of any human being ascending to heaven with his physical body. Only the most ignorant would deny this. In fact, the words refer to another verse of the Holy Quran, which is, Therein shall you live, and therein shall you die. Surah Al-Araf, chapter 7, verse 26 of the Holy Quran. For physical ascension of any individual to heaven would result in the breaking up of this natural law, and God Almighty does not violate his law. Hence, reflect upon it, O wise ones. Footnote end. Instead, they continue to increase in malice and spite. O brave young people, what is your stance vis-à-vis -vis these verses? Why do you follow that which is dubious and abandon the signs that are evident and certain? Do you not know that the disbelievers had, according to the verse mentioned above, demanded from our Holy Prophet ﷺ, the best of mankind and the chosen one of God, the miracle of physical ascension to heaven? In response, God told them that his practice never allowed any human being to be physically raised to heaven. Rather, it was in contradiction with his eternal practice and law. Suppose that Isa, Jesus, was really raised to the second heaven, 
then what would the restriction laid down in the aforesaid verse imply? Did the God of honor not consider Esau to be a human being? So why was there an urgency for him to be raised to the high heavens? Had the earth become too narrow for him? Or was there no refuge left for him to escape the Jews so that he had to be raised to the heavens to be hidden? O people, deviate not from the right path and weigh with a fair balance. By God, the death of Jesus is better for Islam than his life. The victory of the religion of Islam lies entirely in the death of Jesus. Do you want to exchange what is good for that which is foul? Can you not distinguish between profit and loss? By God, Jesus' life cannot coexist with the life of Islam. You have seen what his presumed life has constructed and what it has demolished, and you are seeing how it has helped and advanced Christianity and has wounded the most upright religion. Since the damage it has caused is proven before us, how can we expect it to bring any good in the future? Having so long experienced the harm done by his presumed life, what good can we hope to acquire from this belief thereafter, given the established proof of its being invalid? Wise indeed is he who does not go against this experience. God Almighty guides to the paths of wisdom and shows mercy to his servants and safeguards them against the doors which lead to misguidance. Without a doubt, the belief that Jesus is alive and will descend is a door from among the doors to misguidance, and nothing can be expected from it except for various unwholesome consequences. In his works, Allah has wisdom which you cannot comprehend, as well as appropriateness which you cannot fathom. Therefore, ponder over this. May Allah have mercy on you. The belief about Jesus being alive which you insist upon to this day and the belief of his descent in the latter days is a matter that has not provided you even an iota of benefit. Moreover, it has not helped our faith which is the best of all faiths. It only supported Christianity and caused droves of Muslims to join the people of the cross. O people of Islam, I do not understand what made you feel the need for Jesus to descend. The fact is that his life only brings you harm, not benefit. Have you not witnessed its damage in the past years? Has this belief benefited you in the bygone age? Instead, it brought ruin upon you by causing your males and females to become apostates. Therefore, O oh brave young people, how can anything good be expected from this belief? You have seen the converts to Christianity were pulled towards the priests only through these lassos. And indeed they, these priests, are the very thief who threw them into the well of destruction even though they had descended from the Muslims. But then they became like snakes and wild beasts. They became hostile to Islam and defamed it in a voice worse than a donkey's. They left their near ones and their parents weeping and wailing upon their condition and devoted themselves to vituperation against the best of mankind, the Holy Prophet and to blaspheming the best of books, the Holy Quran. They alleged that it contained nothing but poetry and that it had not been beneficial to anyone. They made our religion the target of their ridicule and spoke of it only as an object of derision and warned the Muslims that if they died practicing it, they would enter hell. 